Hello, and welcome to the Rejuvenation Show podcast. I'm Martin Hamilton, rejuvenating our nation one person at a time. You know we rejuvenate every day. New growth, improved life, and enthusiastic flow. As we, we become more, more central in who we are, and you know we find comfort and peace, uh, even though we live in an imperfect world, we can find periods of perfection within our own mind. Times of peace and restoration. And after going through many of your emails and comments and the topic of people are unhappy with their job kept kept recurring, kept coming up. So today let's talk about why we are where we're at in our lives and and what we should improve and how we should how we can improve our condition. How we can get more leisure, travel time, more money. You know, what's lacking right now and how can we improve? You know, many people struggle with the angst and frustration of not liking their career or their job. And I remember years ago when working for a major airline, how that feeling ran through my body on a regular basis. Even though I made above average pay, the feelings of being above average and living an above average lifestyle only lasted about 10 years. The nice houses, cars, and the ability to go to the airport on a whim and hand the gate agent a write-your-own ticket using my flight benefits got old after a while. I had impressed my friends, shown my family I could make it in life, even among some of their jealousy, and wondered why I had an empty feeling inside. So let's take a look at why this happens and what we can do about it. So by the time you finish this, we finish this podcast and this this show here, you will be rewarded with understanding yourself and others in our world much better. Now, you know, we're all different, and I know that you've been told this many times, but let's take it into the context of what we do for a living. Some of us like the security of a paycheck, and some of us get bored with the repetitiveness of the task we must perform on a day-in and day-out basis to continue doing what it takes to keep the money coming in. Many of us want something where the sky is the limit. Moving up to be a supervisor just isn't enough. Even though there's lots of risk, even a chance of being homeless or going bankrupt, you know, we feel fine taking that chance. But I'll let you know a little secret. If you if done right and with order and structure, you'll never be homeless or without income. So so keep listening. Some of us have a divine calling within that says we should be doing something that better aligns with our purpose and why we're on the planet. On the other hand, many of us just want a simple, modest life. There's nothing to prove to anyone except our to ourselves. As long as there's food on the table laughs on a regular basis and our basic needs are met, all is good. There are no worries about what others think as long as they know we're good citizens, honest and trustworthy. We feel like a small and unnoticeable economical used car serves the same purpose as a brand new shiny Rolls Royce. As long as our house is safe, it's climate controlled and kept clean, that's good enough. You know, this is true to some people, and especially if they, if the home that they live in will be paid soon, and a minimum wage job would really cover the property taxes, and and that would be happiness. Now that we've covered that bit of groundwork, let's dive into the reason we're at the place in life that we are right now. 
Let's also complete the journey by covering how you can think more deeply about moving into another area of purpose for your life if you want to. Now, there's four elements of what we do in life on a day-to-day, an hour-by-hour basis. First, there's a hobby. Not everybody has a hobby. We don't need one. It's simply something we do on the side to prove we aren't a robot and to occupy our mind all the while doing something that keeps us busy and is enjoyable. We don't usually use our hobby to pay our bills or support our family, although a hobby can be expensive in both time allocation and investment. We usually don't judge it like we would a business where we need to get a monetary return in order to keep it alive. Now, there are people who have turned their hobby into a profession, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's just say a hobby is an optional part of our lives. We participate in it because we enjoy most every minute of its experience. Now let's talk about the second element of of our life, of these four. And the second is a vocation. I know in my high school we had classes called vocational training. But a true vocation is a divine calling. An inner voice saying, I need to do this to do what I was created to do on our beautiful planet. For as, for, we want to do it for as many years as we can get out of it. So it pretty much is a lifetime, lifetime endeavor, lifetime calling. The word vocation actually drives from the Latin vocare, to call. Nobody can give it to us and nobody can take it from us. It's usually a specific skill set or several skill sets put together, like singing and playing an instrument to produce a hit song. Somebody can take your job, but not a vocation. Many artists, musicians, and business owners have found their vocations. Athletes and authors are two more examples. It's where talent and market value meet together to provide a service or product that others need or want. Not all callings or vocations are super profitable. Many find their vocations after they retire. It's not necessarily time-sensitive either. Now, the third element of the four is our job. Now, most every adult has one now or has had a job. I started as a bag boy and a stock clerk at a grocery store. Somebody or some event can take your job. A terrorist attack, a pandemic, or a very poor economy can affect it dramatically. A job is something we do to simply pay the bills at first. We don't need to like it or enjoy it very much. It's usually something we can quit and move to another one fairly easily. It's important to note that it can support the other two we just talked about. It It can do such a good job of supporting that it can lead us to a full time vocation or to the fourth and last element of the four of our life, and that is a career. A career is our fourth element and is deeper in our conscious than a job. It's not as deeply rooted as a vocation, but can carry many of the same elements. And let's talk really quickly. Today's podcast is brought to you by Diabetes Reversal System. Visit the site at diabetesreversalsystem.com and join others and see how Kathy reversed her type 2 diabetes and will never suffer from insulin resistance 
again. Diabetes Reversal Secrets video is available on the site and you will understand and get information and tutorials and learn why 99% of all type 2 diabetics totally miss the boat when it comes to reversing their insulin resistance. Okay, so a career isn't mandatory. A, the career, the fourth element of the four that, of our life, uh, it doesn't need to be your whole life like a vocation or like a deep calling usually is. It's basically a job you're passionate about. It's believing deeper in the mission than a job is. If you don't like your career, it's fairly easy to quit and go get a plain job. I know a career like a job can be affected by a pandemic, a poor economy, or a terrorist attack, like it did during the 9-11 terrorist attacks for me. As a matter of fact, it destroyed a great career. But fortunately, I had a backup plan, but the transition was anything but smooth. Many times people end up in a dead-end career they don't like. They end up terminated in order to get a job that supports them as they pursue their vocation. And I've done exactly that. So don't confuse your job with your passion of vocation. If you love making art, it's okay to support yourself with a job that gives you the spare time to pursue your vocation. A recent study in Forbes, Forbes, Forbes magazine sadly showed less than 50% of U.S. workers felt they were in good jobs. This was when unemployment was under 4% also. This was before the pandemic of, of 2020. This number varies depending on which poll you look at, but the number of people who like and even love their vocations is well over 70%. So the people who love their vocations, who, who have vocations, have entered their vocations, are most, most of them are happy. It's true that most vocations pay more on average than jobs and careers, but the failure rate is also high. The risk-reward factor is something to consider if making the bridge toward a vocation. The answers, this answers the big question of why many people struggle with angst, anxiety, and frustration in, in their lives. If they understood what we discussed in this podcast and this show, their lives would, would come into better focus. So, as I mentioned earlier, it's not such a huge risk if you know how to go about transitioning from a job to a career or a full-time vocation. The success rate is rather high when a structured approach is taken. And this is where control of time and money come into play with the rise of the personal enterprise. You should consider starting your very own online business because it's a way to work at home while making more money than you may have imagined. And I have a good friend, his name is John, and if you want to learn more about John, go to the website and you can get more information and go to rejuvenotes.com forward slash rise of the personal enterprise. That's rejuvenotes, R-E-J-U-V-E-N-O-T-E-S dot com forward slash Rise of the Personal Enterprise. And ensure that when you write 
the term, the words rise of the personal enterprise, put a hyphen between each word and it'll pull it right up for you. Otherwise, go to the homepage and look through the blog roll and I'm sure you'll find it. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on the Rejuvenation show today, the Rejuvenation podcast. I'm Martin Hamilton and make it a great day.